0: Anna Green, f- former football fan, football commentator these days, has been waiting patiently. So, Anna, I do appreciate your patience, but when a Test cricketer, of course, from Zimbabwe, um, you-, you take that. I- I'm sure you will understand. But yesterday, uh, the home World Cup became very real, very real for a number of our uh, uh, best female women. Uh, Female footballers, of course, because we've got the FIFA World Cup, Grant Elliott, uh, on our doorstep now. It is later this month. We've got every game here on SCNZ. We can't wait to bring it to you. Anna Green, the former football fern, has been waiting patiently to offer her expert uh, opinion on the, the New Zealand squad. Anna, how are you doing today? Welcome back to the show. Yeah,
1: you no, know, thanks for having me along. It's um, definitely been an exciting couple of days for the squad, so I'm happy to be here to chat about the ins and outs must of been, that.
0: Yeah, it must have been a stressful couple of months uh, for a number of these players, I think, what, they had 38 players um, in a wider camp, all counting down to, you know, uh, the, the confirmation of the squad yesterday. Um, gee, uh, bring back memories. Bring back memories um, for you, you know, yeah, the stress players That's going quite through.
1: traumatising memories. Like, I've been, um, yeah, enjoying the fact that I've been out of contention for this. So, no, um, I think it's always such a tense time, and you're right, they've been, like, whittled down from around, yeah, 38, into 30, and then finally we had to 23 today. They're off the back of a nine-week camp where they've all been living and breathing it. So, um, yeah, no, I really feel for some of the girls that have been left out. And I was talking to um, some of the other past players. And normally, you know, if you're admitted from a team, you can sort of just bury your head in the sands and ignore the tournament that's being played on the other side of the world. But I think it's going to be, um, yeah, a really challenging time for some of those girls that will now be in New Zealand and not involved in the team. So, yeah, no. It's been um, a tough few days for them, but I'm also, like, equally such a celebration for the 23 players that have made it and are about to, what, in 19, 20 days um, go out on it for the first game at Eden Park.
2: Hey, Anna, Grant, uh, it seems uh, ages ago that we posed um, at the uh, the Basin Reserve uh, around the, the FIFA <laughs> yeah. World Cup and, you know, promoting it. So it's finally come Yeah. Here. How... How much did as... someone pull out?
0: <laughs> did you have to
2: like, come in at the last minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a last minute guest call up.
0: <laughs> well, Anna, you know, Anna Green makes sense. You know, represented New Zealand for 16, 17 years, been to World Cups, Olympic Games. That makes sense. But it what, was what a Cricket it... no, World this Cup was, <laughs> and I was
2: there for that. The
0: On this
1: one. This was at a cricket event. So
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: thank, I was you, uh, the thank you, Anna. Thank
2: you. He loves throwing the boot in at me, uh, Anna. Uh, but, but what I want to know is, when you look at you know your career and how um, the the women's mm-hmm. game has developed, do you think that it's um, you know that it, it's grown in popularity? And do you think that it's great to be getting the coverage it's getting, or do you feel like there needs to be more?
1: I think it's um, grown in popularity and in terms of exposure and professionalization as well. I think that's played a huge part in the product that we're now seeing. I think. Um, What's interesting, and I think the comparison between New Zealand and the rest of the world is that it's on a trajectory with, probably on par with women's sports in general, so that was always going to change the exposure that, that mm. we got to the game. That, that's a natural progression because now there's more investment, the professionalisation's been better, so in turn the product is better. I think the challenge would be that is New Zealand keeping up with the progression that the rest of the world is? And I think probably not. I think... New Zealand and Australia are a good direct comparison in the way that they've invested in the women's game. So the natural progression of it, that's what we're sort of seeing here, that organically there is more exposure. And yes, women's sport has more coverage because it is now a lot more respected and better resourced. But I think in terms of the speed that we're seeing here, I'm hoping that we've been able to keep up with it. And I think this World Cup will be really telling of that to see how we do compare with the other teams. But I am slightly concerned that particularly Europe and America are doing this progression and investment at lightning speed and we are more of a snail's pace, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, as far as interest, you look at the pointy end and you always tend to go to Europe. Mm. The huge crowds yep. have had at club football, international football, massive yeah. appetite for it. But you've been at the Face Centre. It seems to me over the last 10 years, the, the best teams have made some huge strides, haven't they? Um, yep. As far as the, the quality, 100%. the speed of football, actually the product we see on the field. Did, did it feel mm-hmm. that way when you were playing against them?
1: Yeah, and so I think you're right. Over the last 10 years in the way that New Zealand's progressed, if we were to look at sport it would have been a lot lower and when we used to play 10 years ago say we were at the Cyprus Cup we would have been playing against the likes of the Netherlands and England we had games against France and Italy and those would be really competitive games on any given day and I think what we've seen is that those countries have grown their domestic leagues and I think that's the point of difference is that if you look at the for your national team success you have to have either proximity to another another good league. So if you're looking at the likes of Austria there, they might not have a great domestic league, but they're in Europe, so their players are just driving across borders to get into academies, yes. to get into other top leagues, whereas New Zealand, we, we've not really got that good domestic product and investment, I don't think, aside from what's been the youth development programs based essentially um, out of Auckland. So I think the Phoenix will be a game changer, although... That's obviously had a bit of a slow start. If, we can, if there's an Auckland franchise coming in, great. We're on that right pathway and the trajectory will take care of itself. But we're now at a 10-year lag, essentially, because yeah. the rest of the world was doing that 10 years ago. So how do you make up that gap? And I think that's a, probably a really fundamental question that will be put to New Zealand football in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, I don't think
0: too many squads are going to be announced with eight players who are currently unattached as far as club football. That's the state New Zealand are, are, are currently in. Uh, Grant, you, you got a question? Yeah, oh, and
2: they obviously announced the team last night and I saw it on mm-hmm. um, on the news. It was great to see the families there. I thought that was a really cool touch. Um, well, were there any surprises? I know that obviously Rhea Percival and Annalie Longo were kind of, I guess, a little bit surprising given their injuries, but was there anyone mm-hmm. that you thought in the squad that was uh, a real bolter?
1: Yeah, and I think you're right in terms of Rhea and um, Ali getting back. I think that's a real testament to the year that they've had and the work that they've put in. I think in terms of a bolter, if you were like, and they sort of did ask Mickey Foster this, if she would have thought a year ago whether she'd be in this 23, I think her answer was a resounding no. So I think if you're looking mm-hmm. at bolters, I'd say Mickey Foster and Millie Clegg. But they both deserve to be there, I think, given current form in the seasons that they've just had. So, yes, I think they probably had a late run at the squad, but um, I don't think many people would be too surprised to see them in there either.
0: Yeah, Michaela Foster's story is an awesome one, isn't it? Um, you know, where she was a year yep. ago, um, how important she became to the Wellington Phoenix uh, in the, uh, the A-League women's competition. Uh, Clegg, obviously, hugely talented teenager, uh, hopefully she can get over some injury concerns and hit the ground running because we need mm-hmm. power, power, precision up top. Goals, where are they coming from? That's probably the biggest question hanging over this team is we are the tournament itself.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think it's a bit – yes, you are right. I think – I'm hoping that Hannah Wilkinson is um, our tournament striker, but um, I think it's so much more than just the strikers that we need to look at when we're talking yeah. about goals. For the team, you know, it can't be just uh, that we're having one shot a game and that that has to go in. It, it's about it's about building opportunities, having some hopefully controlled possession, And I think the midfield need to take a big responsibility for yes. that and getting the service into those strikers so that when they're having two shots a game, it's not that one of those has to go in. What, I mean, in terms of... Conversion rate, fifty percent. Like, that's pretty unrealistic for strikers if we're relying on that to win games. Like, that's a really big ask. I think we've got to be getting better service into them and more consistent service into them so that it's not such high stakes when they do have, yeah, one or two shots.
0: No regrets about calling time on your career a few months ago over the last couple of days? That the smell and, you know, taste of a World Cup at home? No regrets?
1: Um in the short answer, no. I was actually no. so I was at the shirt presentation <laughs> yesterday and um was um presented Betsy with her shirt which was quite cool. They had um some past players up there so that it was um Yeah. We felt involved as well and um was asked by um one of the girls' parents, like, Oh dear I sort of wish that you were up there. I was like, not a single fibre of my being <laughs> wishes <Which> that <laughs> at all. I am so happy to be retired, I think. Um, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that the grass <laughs> is most definitely greener for me. So, Brilliant. no, there's not a bit of me that um, wants to be playing, and I'm um, really looking forward to enjoying the tournament um, with uh, glass in hand.
0: <laughs> yeah, glass in hand, Mike and Anne, whatever it may be. Anna, I'm going to put you on the spot, though. 23-player squad. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to select an 11 for the opening game for
1: us? Willing to play along? Yeah, 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 I'll play along with that. Okay, um, so what
0: formation are you going go to go with?
1: Be, not to be held accountable to it. So I'm thinking, right. I actually haven't given us any thoughts, so this really is on the spot. I'd, yeah,
0: yeah I'd, I like for these. me, I'd
1: definitely be a back four. So back four. I'd have, I'd have Ali Riley, and she'd be my captain. I'd have yes. Rebecca Stott, Katie Bowen. And CJ Bot at right back. I think you're going to yep. have Vic and Goal. I think that will be. I think she'll be the start. starting goalkeeper. Would be my read on it. Then
0: that's Victoria. Essend. Hannah
1: Walk- I'm going to go straight up to the top because, like I said, this is a bit on the spot. I'm going to go Hannah Wilkinson as the striker, and I think I'll go a flat four in midfield. It's going to be injury pending. live chance on the left. I think I'd have Rhea and Flea in the middle, or Rhea and Betsy. And then on the right, we'll put a question mark there at the minute. <laughs> you know what? No. To so, no, so those go. who
0: don't know, who's Flea?
1: And so Flea and Lee Longo, yep. Yeah, so that's, that's right. my mistake there. Cool, um, oh, right. That's a question mark for me at the minute and then as a false nine I'd probably have Betsy Hassett but I think that's controversial I think that the midfield and striking pair that I've just named is probably off the mark and I'm feeling bad that I may have forgotten someone from their starting eleven. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You're doing it man. on the spot. No one's <laughs> going to be offended, Anna.
0: No one in their right mind should How, be offended. What, what are your initial you initial on the
1: thoughts spot about that? Who, who would you have on the right?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm. I'm unsure. I'm unsure. I, I think you've. I think you've hit the, the, the key areas where there is a a, a little bit of, you we know, you know a bit of grey area. You know, um, there are options, I'm not sure if anyone has burst away from the field saying you must pick me in those uh, spots so it will be so fascinating to see where they go, I just can't wait for this Anna it's going to be a fantastic tournament and I don't think New Zealanders really know how big a deal this is
1: No definitely it's going to be awesome and I'm just hoping that I think there will be, I think there will be great crowds I think as the tournament grows, the excitement will grow as well so I'm looking forward to um, seeing a sold out Eden Park for that opening game
2: Yeah, and I think, Anna, it would only be uh, apt for you to invite me to one of the functions so that Daniel McCarty can actually put the boot in at me at a football function (laughs) and say, what were you doing there? All right, all right, all right. I'll invite you along the function. Thank you so much for your time, Anna. Um, It it is really exciting. Obviously, Norway, Philippines, and Switzerland um, in the group stages Mm -hmm. Those will be the first three games, and um, no doubt uh, we'll hear a lot of you during the tournament, um, and, and thank you so much for your time this
0: weekend. It's always great speaking to you.
1: Great. Thanks for having me along, guys. appreciate it.
0: Thanks, Anna. You're the Diana. best. Uh, Anna Green joining us here. Former football Ferner who retired earlier in the year after, what, 16, 17 years playing at the top level, close to 80 international caps. Uh, great to get her insight and time.